morning. Good morning, LinkedIn. Good morning, Robert. How are you doing? Hey, you know what? I am better than excellent. Oh, that's the kind of answer, <laughs> answer that I love, actually. <laughs> How cool is that? So it's already th like Thursday. See, I'm tired. It's already like Saturday. Can you believe? <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want like into the weekend yet because I still have a lot of things to do. But listen, it's already Saturday, like, and I'm so excited to, to get like to Saturday every week now because this is the opportunity to have a conversation and a fire chat actually about topics like that are trendings that can be controversial and to share our thoughts, your thought, my thought, thought with our uh, big uh, LinkedIn community. So everyone, welcome to Good Morning LinkedIn. If you are new here, please introduce yourself in the comment section. Let us know where you are tuning in from. We know we have people from all over the world. And as usual, share your thoughts, ask your questions in the comment. This is an interactive conversation. We want to trigger a few things, you know, maybe, and you, we, we want to have like a real talk. And today we are talking about the power of kindness. Do you consider yourself as a kind person, Robert? I am a very mean person. I am not kind. I am just a mad, mean person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't expect otherwise from you. So let's see how the beautiful people joining us this morning. We have Jyoti Mistra. Good morning. We have Bezad in the house as usual. Good morning, everyone. Good morning to the beautiful Iralma, the queen of accounting, right? The queen of accounting, Iralma. There you go. Tamara says good afternoon. And we have more people tuning in from uh, Habibur. Good afternoon. We have Janata. Janata? Janatul, sorry, from Bangladesh, and much more people joining us. So keep the comment coming. Tell us now where you're coming in from, tuning in from, share your questions, and so on and so on. So my question to you, Robert, do you think that kindness at work is underrated? I think that it is extremely underrated. I think that uh, historical work cultures encourage competition. So, you know, you have that employee that's fighting with another employee vying for attention so that they can both get a promotion. And then what happens though, when one person wins out and gets the promotion, there's usually some bitterness and resentment because you've been mean, nasty, and ugly in order to get it instead of leading with kindness. So I think it's underrated based on what we've been taught to do in the corporate workforce. That's very true. And let's take a second to look at the definition of kindness. So we are on the same line. So kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. And so I do believe that when we talk about kindness and the conversation that we, we are having today, um, Rob, is more about uh, uh, soft skills, and emotional intelligence. And since the COVID-19 and all the crazy stuff that happens since, uh, since, 
we hear more and more like people and you know as a society as a big society we talk finally i want to say more and more about emotional intelligence and soft skills when for the longest time as you said we were like in a competition we were fighting over the hard skills and all of and ignoring actually the emotional part of work when the covid 19 have just like reset the system where now we understand the importance and the necessity to put emotional intelligence at the heart of your corporate culture. Yep. Yeah. So what do you think people misunderstand about, about kindness? What is it that people misunderstand about kindness? You know, I think people view kindness as a weakness and they view people who are kind as weak people. Because when you see someone who's kind, usually it's the person in the room that's not saying much. They're not loud. They're not boisterous. Uh, kind people are usually extremely considerate people. And most people view that as a weakness because the person, what's the old saying? The squeaky wheel gets the oil. A lot of people think that if you make a lot of noise and you talk a lot, then you'll get your problem solved. But what I tell people is who believe in that philosophy is the squeaky wheel sometimes gets the oil, but most of the time it gets replaced. Oh, yeah, uh, that's very true. And what do you think? Like, wh what do you think about? I do believe and Gary V, who is an influencer that I follow uh, on social media, and I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with uh, who Gary V is. He talks a lot about kindness and he re recently wrote a book around the power of kindness. And he has been very vocal about the fact that kindness it's not a weakness, as you said, Rob, but kindness is the ultimate strength. Yeah. Look, Gary V is a freaking genius because oh. when you watch him, you can tell that he's extremely kind, but he's also true to who he is. Yeah. But what happens is people try to criticize him because he curses a lot and stuff like that. I don't care about him cursing. Look at the kind things that he does for people. And people who work for him seem to be okay and they seem to like him. So, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the ultimate in being kind and also still being yourself as well. And here I have actually um, a short blurb from his book, uh, 12 and a Half, Leveraging the Emotional Ingredients Necessary for Business Success, where he says, people confuse the definition of kindness with the definition of pushover, a person who is mm. easy to overcome or influence. They are not the same at all. You can be kind, be candid, and hold your ground at all the same time. And yes, you know, there is no opposition between like being kind and being strong, being kind and being assertive, or being kind and be resilient. I do believe like they go hand in hand and actually being able to have both together and to find the right balance. Of course, in life, it's all about balance. I do believe when you find the right balance between your soft skills and your personality traits, you know, being kind and being resilient, being confident, like you are basically unstoppable and you can achieve great things. And my the, the point that I want to make here, and let, let us know what you think about it in the comment is, you know, success is not a solo endeavor. Oh. 
it takes a team being a team at work being your close like your your close network being whoever you need a team in order to succeed if you want to be able to gather be people around the same objective to work together hand in hand towards the same objective you have to be kind because you have to be able to understand what motivates people right absolutely so let, let me ask you a question who's the who's the kindest leader you've ever worked for and why were they so kind why do you think they were kind oh that's a good question um so the leaders i've worked for happened to be my mentors too so there are like two of them and they are like two strong successful very smart men and you know what set them apart from the rest is like they always care about what was my dream mm -hmm. and what i wanted to achieve and to what extent they could help me either build the skills learn the experience meet the people that could help me build my dream yep so I, I'll tell you, the kindest person that I ever worked for, we are still friends to this day. And I would probably go, I would probably walk through fire for her. Mm. So I'll tell you, I was working for her in 2004 or five or something like that. And I come to work and I was not, I was not myself. I was just off. And I remember it was around the time, actually my grandfather had died. And so I wasn't in the right mindset. I was just not there. And I came into the office and she came over to me and she said, go home. And in my head, I was thinking, what did I do? You know, did I mess something up? Am I in trouble? What happened? So I told her, no, I'm not going home. I'm here to work. I got to work. So she left. She came back a little later and she said, I need you to just go home. So I walked into her office and I was like, what's going on? She said, you're not right. Something's not wrong. Something's not right. You won't tell anyone what's wrong, but I know that you need to rest. She said, if you want to talk about it, I'm here. So I remember I sat down at her desk and I told her, I was like, look, my grandfather just passed the funerals this weekend. I got to drive like six hours. I don't know what I'm going to do. He was, he was a substantial figure in my life. I'm real upset, distraught. Yet at the same time, I still need to be here working. She looked at me and she said, We've got your back. Yeah. That was it. She said, you go home, you get ready to pack your car and you drive. So I remember I went home and I packed. I did. I made a long drive while I was there. She called me to check on me and she said, don't come back to work for another two or three days. Take oh. as much time as you need. Now, I will say this was the second job that I worked for her. So what would happen is she would leave a job. She'd go get a new job. She'd call me and say, hey, Rob, I want you to come work for me again. I followed her three times to different jobs and I'd wow. do it again in a heartbeat. I mean, just there's there's no replacing someone's kindness uh, yeah. and compassion in the workplace, in, in friendships, in romantic relationships. There's nothing that can replace kindness. And kindness, and we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but kindness cre like creates loyalty. You are loyal to people who are kind to you. Absolutely. So before we dive uh, into uh, the, uh, a little bit further into the conversation, we have a lot of comments here. 
So Bezad says, I totally agree since COVID, there has been a lot of kindness coming up to the surface and it's really be at the top of, at the top in these days, actually. And he, he pursues saying, if you did not know one meaning of my is kind, I believe being kind gets you fair far in life too. Yes, true. Iralma here says teamwork, dream work. People who are authentically kind add a lot of value to spaces they occupy. Yeah. Another like great comment here from Chris who says, I have been criticized before for being kind in the workplace, but I have to say I have seen better results with people who are with people who, who are kind and work together with a positive attitude to get the job done. Absolutely. Exactly. Do you want to read the next one from our friend Ude? Oh, Ude says, Robert, kindness made me set up my own charity foundation for the needy children in my country. So many people say I'm too soft while I can't stand to see these children suffer. We should have a kindness group where we all help each other. Wow. That's powerful. Amazing. The next one is for you, too. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tree, you will be kind to me if I share my cheese balls and Reese cups with you. Tree. For you, I might just share. You heard it here first, people. People know that I don't share my cheese balls, but Shree, for you, I might share. Ooh, that's a true act of kindness. So, you know, like we have heard a lot about kindness, but what we don't know or what we don't like hear much people talk about is that kindness can have a lot of benefits on your health not only on others, but on yourself and on your health too. So tell us a little bit more about that. Absolutely. So, you know, there, there's a lot of research that talks about kindness. And one thing is, so I would ask you, have you ever, ever, ever felt really, really good after you've helped someone? And most people would say, yes. I know every time I help somebody, I feel real good afterwards. Well, some really smart researchers did some studies. And what they did was they gave several people, they split the group in half. They gave half the group $100 and told them to spend it on themselves. They gave another half of the group $100 and said, spend it on someone else. Mm. And then they measured their hormone levels. And the people who spent the $100 on someone else had higher levels of the happy hormones. They did MRI scans too, sorry. And they measured brain activity. The people who helped someone else had higher levels of brain activity in the happy regions of the brain. So when you help someone else and when you're kind to someone else, it makes you feel good. But the other thing is we found that kindness actually helps your heart. So you guys are really going to trip on this one. So when you're kind to someone, it releases a hormone called oxytocin. But oxytocin releases a chemical called nitric oxide. And here's what that does. It actually expands your blood vessels. So you know when you have a heart attack, it's because your blood vessels are all tight and your heart is working real hard. Mm -hmm. When you're kind to other people, it helps your heart. That's crazy. Yeah. That's powerful. See, emotional intelligence, emotional intelligence, like it comes from within. Yep. And like it serves you, like, like serves you, serve yourself. You know, help yourself feel better, be better by doing like act, uh, act of kindness. And actually, 
I have a short list here that I want to share with you, and I will I will put it in the comment section at the end of this um, this live stream, which is what are the kind the, the act of kindness that you can you yourself like make at work or outside of work, right? So look at this list. So allow others to speak before you in meetings just be kind you know if you know that some of your colleagues like don't feel comfortable public in meet, uh, talking in meetings just let them speak first or encourage them to speak first right you can help an overwhelmed co-worker with a deadline you can be willing to listen first and ask how can i help this simple question can be can be so powerful and can make a big difference in people's lives. Trust me, at work, outside of work, if you see someone like struggling, just try to understand and ask how you can help. Uh, recognize the good work of others or simply recognize the good in others, right? Um, what else? One that I love is be a cheerleader for someone else's ideas. And this one is really close to my heart as, as a woman, right? When we have a seat at the table and that self-doubt kicks in and all of this, you know, having an ally, being a man or a woman, you know, who will cheer, uh, who will be cheering your idea on your behalf instead of stealing your idea that makes a big big difference and you can like have a, a lunch date like on online over zoom or you can even like have lunch delivered to someone who you know he's having a busy week what are what kind act of kindness like do you like to 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 practice uh, rob you know i like to tell other people when they've done a good job so i, I say that a lot when someone does something and i like it I'm quick to say good job or thank you. And one thing that I, I didn't know that I was saying until some people brought it to my attention, when people do things nice for me, I typically don't say thank you. I, I say I appreciate you. Oh. And I, I didn't realize I was doing that, but it's because I really do appreciate when people take the time out to do things. Uh, but just that retooling of the way I give thanks, apparently people like that. But I had no idea that that's what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, and so we have someone here saying, Tamara, I'm not agree with you about not considering the bad influence of people with bad manners and aggressive attitudes. Attitudes. Ah, what do you oh, want to answer to that? I don't, I'm not really sure to understand your, your comment, Tamara, since we haven't talked about it or are you talking to someone else in the comment maybe yeah i'm not sure if i understand that because i will say bad manners and bad influences should not be tolerated however we should lead with kindness we don't respond back to someone with a bad attitude i'll just give an example a lot of people think that in life you have to fight fire with fire but the firefighters use water to put out fire yeah i mean yeah exactly and actually if you want to kill a fire you just like close everything down so there is no more oxygen because the fire gets his strength like from oxygen right yep. so you have to and the way i see it if we want to make an analogy is like being kind or not responding or like giving a response that is not expected is how you take control 
of a situation because at the end of the day you are in control of your emotion you cannot control other people people's emotions right if they want to yeah. be uh, like aggressive if they want to be negative that's on them now you have the power and that's the good news here you have the power to decide if you want to be kind and how you can be kind to someone who is not and i yep. think this is even more powerful right to stay and to be and to stay kind even when someone is not to me well, this is like next level <laughs> it is well and here, here's what i say i say what you consume you ultimately exude so if you consume kindness then that's what's going to come out of you if you consume negativity that's eventually going to come out of you as well so it's really important that you make sure that you consume a whole lot of what you want to be displayed to the world. That's just really what it is. Yeah, it, it is that simple, actually. It is that simple. And let's let's take a look at more comments from our audience. And I see more comments coming in, so we can see like this, like <laughs> topic inspire you. Um, great. So from Salina, who says, hey, so great to see you here. Excellent point that act of kindness brings tons of benefits physically and emotionally. That's right. What's happening, Selena? <laughs> and she says people will forget what you said, forget what you did, but will remember how you make them feel. Love that perspective you pointed out, Robert. Each and every time. Always. And another one from Bezat who says, I think even with people who are aggressive or negative, being kind can at some point in life teach them a deeper lesson and will bring a change in them too. It's very possible for this to happen as well. Very true. Yes. You know, sometimes people are aggressive because they don't know other, like they, they don't know any different. So look, here's the deal. What you have to understand when people are aggressive and mean and nasty it has absolutely nothing to do with you it's really them yeah. and oftentimes they feel bad because they can't give you the same kind of kindness that you've given them and so they feel bad about themselves and because mm -hmm. they don't know how to emotionally express themselves they end up doing it in a horrible way most of us really most of us at the core we act like children it just as we mature we have to stop those initial reactions and responses that we want to have most people who are mean and nasty are hurting inside and that's why i always say you should really feel sorry for those people because you have to be mighty sad and hurt inside yeah. in order to treat yeah. other people so nasty so you just continue being you and the other thing too is if you approach someone who's mean to you with meanness in return, now you've allowed them to control you because yeah. you've let them help you. You've allowed them to make you step out of your character. So now someone else is controlling your life and you don't want anyone else to control your own emotions. You have to control mm -hmm. your own emotions. That's that's very true. And so talking about controlling your emotions, you know, and the kindness in the workplace, since now we are living a shift in the way like the workplace is organized in what matters in the workplace and where we put the the focus on which is the people and their needs and their wants right so i do believe this shift is happening for the better in the corporate world because the way it used to be it was just insane and unhealthy right so here i would like to share with you five reasons kindness why the five reasons why kindness matters at work 
and listen at the stats that I have here. So first of all, kindness boosts productivity. A research by the Association of Professional Executives of the Public Service of Canada found that teams in a respectful, kind, and, and, uh, and kind environment possess 26% more energy. They are 30% more likely to feel motivated and enthusiastic about acquiring new skills and being exposed to new ideas. And 30% express, 36% express more satisfaction with their jobs and 44% are more committed to their organization. So if now you don't understand the power <laughs> of kindness in the workplace, think about it twice, okay? Another great aspect actually of being kind in the workplace is it builds trust, okay? Kindness enables people to let down their guard, to emotionally connect with their colleagues, driving innovation and again, productivity. Number three, and oh, this one, we know it, and I have experienced it myself, and I know, Rob, you have too. Kindness is simply contagious. <laughs> yep. It is. When you are kind, and when you see someone smiling, and when you see someone kind, it's just like, like, you just want to be kind, and you want to be smiling, you too, right? You don't want to be the one who just like, is angry or like, I don't know, like in your corner, like kindness, like is just contagious and that's the beauty of it. Number four, kindness creates leaders. We have been like talking all the media outlets, magazines, social media platforms, experts talking about the leadership crisis since the, the, the COVID-19 like uh, events, right? The COVID-19 pandemic. And where are the leaders? And we face a leadership crisis because people used to lead the old way and a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them did, and, and did not understand the shift that was happening and the necessity again to put emotional intelligence and their people at the heart of the organization's culture, right? Yeah. And last but not least, which is kind of related, kindness creates a positive work culture. Yep. I mean, would you rather go to a place where people were kind or where people were mean? I mean, that, that's just... <laughs> and you know, actually, if some of the people like where you in your workplace are mean, you can be the one, you can be the one who brings the positivity and kindness in the workplace. You can be the one who is contagious <laughs> to make other people around you kind and positive, right? You, The power is yours. The decision, the choice is yours. Oh, Doreen, can you bring up Tamara Roberta Silva Prodozo, her comment? I want to talk about that for just one minute. This one? Yeah, but you, yeah. you have to do something to stop problematic situations. Yes, and you still approach problematic situations with kindness. And, and let me give an example of what I mean by that. So if you're a leader in an organization and most people are kind and you got that one person that's a pain in the butt, you know, that one person that's bothering everyone, 
So what is the kind thing to do? The kind thing to do for the sake of your entire organization is to get rid of that one person who's causing problems. See, here's the thing. A lot of people think that kindness means being a pushover. We talked about that earlier. Yeah. Kindness means being honest, having some integrity and decency surrounding the things that you do. If you have someone who's disrupting your environment, the kind thing to do for the entire environment is to get rid of them. So I, I just I, I get kind of confused when I see people think that kindness means that you're just nice to everyone on every oh. single occasion. You're respectful to people, but you can still eradicate stupid stuff and do it in a kind manner, especially if you're working for the collective good of your entire organization. Exactly. And, you know, going in that in that direction. And I think, Tamara, um, this comment from uh, Robert, 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 Roberto Brutus will brings you like will bring you some some insights. He says, you are right. Very often people are not aggressive, neither negative, but they become along the road aggressive and negative and even adapt, adapt, uh, adopt other bad attitudes and uncontrollable behaviors, which eventually reduce their good sentiments and progressive. Let me see the, the rest of the comment here because it's too long for our, our, our screen. The progress and progressive sustainability. He says, in conclusion, I believe people are the product of their society, their family education, and the environment they have to live, share, and work. When this society is muta mutating, it's people as well. 100%. So if you cultivate a culture of kindness in your company, then it becomes pervasive, and either one of two things happens. The bad people, one of a few things happens. One, the bad people will leave because it's not that they don't like that kind of environment or two, they will change and become kind or three, you will get rid of them. I mean, it's one of those three things, yeah. but you can't look at an environment that's bad and allow it to fester. If you want a culture of kindness, it's up to you to create it and lead the way. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And so we have more comment coming in. Uh, Irama says, kindness pays off, great stats. My kind leadership style has been questioned, but the results I drive have not. Kindness is powerful. Kindness. And we have more whoa, people. Like we are like flooded <laughs> with, with comments here. I want to ensure that we uh, showcase mo the mo most of you. So Sri says, the people who are mean are mean because they choose to be mean. They have things in their life, and I would even add in their heart, that are happening and being mean is how they are reacting. It's not about you. Exactly. And, and Charlene like says, you don't have to be a pushover punk because you are kind. Wow, people, and I see I see more comment here uh, coming in. So kindness, like, like, is powerful, and I think like the debates that we are having here today, like, proves us how you know it's still hard. There is, I feel like there is this inner battle that we have from within between what we do believe in, and I do believe by default people are kind. People are kind by default. But again, as uh, Roberto Brutus says, and many of you said, um, like 
depending on the organization, the life experience, professional experience, and all of this kind of stuff that shape who we are, then we decide to put to push kindness aside because we do believe that the only way onward is really to be aggressive, to be to be strong, and and, and you know, and we forget. We forget about kindness. But again, the reset, the shift that we are currently experiencing is like pushing us outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. And reminding us, it's reminding us like, hey, guys, you have been pushing what matters the most on the side in this crazy society you have created. But now it's time to come back to the basics. Right. Uh, is there anything else that you would like to add? Or is there any comment that you would like to uh, bring on, Robert, before we uh, conclude our live? Oh, we have passed the 30 minutes mark. Oh, boy. I think we're good. Um, it, kindness counts. It matters a lot in life. If you're not a kind person, look inside yourself and see what's wrong with you and try to fix that before you blame anyone else. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It all starts from within. It all starts from within. Okay. So if you know to, this, to do some inner work, that's fine. There is nothing, there is nothing wrong or bad about it. You know, we, our society evolves. We evolve. We learn and grow. We make mistakes. It's not because the way we used to do things or what we have been told to do was right like decades ago or maybe the previous generation or six months, one year ago. Like it's still relevant today. It doesn't mean that you can't change. It doesn't mean that you cannot become a better person because I do believe that being kind or discovering your inner kindness and the power that lies with kindness is really about, you know, like, becoming a better person improving yourself yep yeah so that would be my word to conclude this great conversation about the power of kindness is it underrated is it a superpower is it something real and yes the answer is yes so robert what do you have planned for the weekend you know this weekend i'm gonna do what i do every weekend I'm going to plan to take over the world. No, I'm just kidding. So I, <laughs> I don't know if you remember that old cartoon, Peaky in the Brain. I watched it uh, a couple of days ago, and now it's on my brain. Now, this weekend for me, I am relaxing, and I'm working a little bit, and I'm getting ready for the Thanksgiving holiday. Ah, oh, true. In the, when is Thanksgiving in the U.S.? It is Thursday. I've got a few friends that I hadn't seen in a while that uh, I'll probably get to see, and so that's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, and if I don't make it back, if you don't see me after Thursday, then <laughs> just know that I had too much fun and just couldn't take it anymore. That's good. That's good. But I will find a way to 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 like to find you out like for sat next Saturday because I want to bring you on on the Good Morning LinkedIn. So thank you everyone for watching. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Let the conversation continue in the comments, right? You agree, you disagree. Let's have the debate. Let's have an open conversation. That's what Good Morning LinkedIn is all about. And it's all for, you know, to trigger those conversations that sometimes we need to have, right? I wish you a wonderful day. Enjoy the weekend. And we will see you next week 
for another live episode of Good Morning LinkedIn. Thank you, everyone, and bye-bye.